What's up and welcome to the next episode of the PR Fit Podcast. As always, my name is Ricky Perez. I am the founder and owner of PR Fitness Training. We have one of the fastest growing online fitness coaching companies and everything that I make, everything that I put out, including this podcast, is designed to help you start working smarter and not harder in fitness, okay? Just really think about that. There's a lot of things that we're doing out there that are not moving the needle. We're working hard, we're doing these hit classes, we're sweating it out, burn 900 calories on the board, yet every single Monday comes around and we look no different, okay? That is what I refer to as working harder and not smarter. Let's zone in and really start to learn what needs to be done to actually see results. Again, that's what my company is all about. That's what this podcast is all about. So sit back and enjoy the next episode of the PR Fit Podcast. Here we go. So again, I'm doing a tweet, uh, explain that tweet series here on the podcast where I'm basically combining, you know, if you follow me on Twitter, I'm combining my short form content, which are my tweets, and I'm going to bring more long form content, which is this podcast, explaining the tweet in more detail. Okay, so let's dive into it. This is the number two in the series. So the tweet I'm going to be going over today is going to be a good one. Okay, this is a good, this is something that everybody needs to know. This is a huge emphasis um, in my, you know, with my clients in my online and in person training programs. Um, and that is nutrition. Okay, so let's dive into it. And let me explain the tweet real quick. So the tweet is, quote, optimizing your daily meals is a major key for both short and long-term success in fitness. We have the technology to make this easy. We just use that technology to Uber Eats, Taco Bell instead. End tweet. Okay? Let me dive into this. Let me really go into more detail and explain to you what I mean with that tweet because we have the technology, okay? It is not, you know, it's not like we are just guessing anymore, okay? We know exactly what we need to do. And this all stems from a conversation I had a couple weeks ago with one of my friends on the beach. And we were talking about his grandma or somebody he knows that's like turning 100 years old. And I, you know, I made that, I was just like, man, that's like super old. Like, that's crazy that she lives that long. And he was like, well, yeah, dude, she was born like 100 years ago. They were a lot healthier back then. And I paused and thought about it. And I was like, they probably were. And I mean, like that like blows my mind. And let's think about that. Someone that's 100 years old, they're born in what, 1923? 1923? You mean to tell me that someone that was born in 1923 could live a healthier life than somebody that was born in 2023? It's like, that's outrageous. Like they didn't even know, they didn't know half the things that we know now. Like, you know, women weren't even allowed to lift weights back then. Like they, they, they thought it was like bad for women to lift lift weights. Smoking was thought to like be be a like performance enhancer or like at least like good for your health at some point. Like that's outrageous. Some nineteen twenty three. Someone like there's no way. Okay. And then I thought about it. One, and I've came to a couple conclusions on this. These are kind of just my opinions. But one, people probably did live healthier because they, um, you know, they had you know less technology, but like. We basically what I'm trying to say is we have more technology now. We just use that technology very poorly. Okay, like we have the technology to live the fittest lives we could possibly live at any point in humans' history, and we choose to use that technology to order, like what I said in the tweet, Taco Bell. Okay, outrageous, outrageous. And when you think about it, someone born in 1923 living to be a hundred, like. I think about this a lot too. There's no reason why people right now should not be living to 120 plus years old. Like I tell my wife all the time, 
we're going to live to 150. Are we going to make it to 150? Who knows? But like with what we know now in like the medicines and like what we know about like exercise and what we know about nutrition and like how to better our health, there's no reason we should not be outliving people born in 1923. Okay. Like no reason, absolutely no reason. So that was kind of my little, little rant to begin the podcast here, but let me kind of bring some more, um, some more education around that, around that tweet. So the, you know, this is, this is one of the first things I tell all my new clients is, and this is going to relate to this tweet. So the, the number one thing I tell them, you know, from the start is this, we need to eliminate all the guesswork. Okay. You know, the less questions that you have on a daily basis, specifically for this podcast, nutrition related, the less questions you have on a daily basis, the better. Okay. Because think about your life right now. You have so many questions on a daily basis that need answered. Okay. In all realms of your life. Okay. You know, this is just focused around optimizing nutrition, but there's ways to optimize your fitness. There's ways to optimize your work life. Like there's ways to optimize everything. So just think about your day. You got a hundred questions you got to answer for work. Okay. You got questions that you have to answer to your husband and wife. You got questions you need to answer for your kids. You know, you know, what are the kids doing after school? Whatever. It's like, there's way too many questions that need to be answered. And what happens when we have way too many questions that need to be answered? We pick up our phone, we get on Uber Eats, and we order Taco Bell, or we order pizza, or we order, you know, whatever, we order fast food. Why do we do that? Because it's one last question that we need to answer. It's like, I'm not trying to figure out what I need to eat for for dinner tonight, so I'm just going to take the easy way out and do that. That could be done in a healthy manner. We just choose to do it in an unhealthy manner, okay? I hope I hope that's like one of the main things you're getting from the beginning of this podcast. Like, we have the ability to make eating healthy very easy, we just choose not to, okay? And I think most of it is because we just don't know how to eat or, you know, what eating for our goal actually looks like, which hopefully, you know, this podcast helps you helps you understand a little bit more. So let me go over the biggest pushback I have, you know, whenever I talk about optimizing meals, whenever I talk about optimizing nutrition with somebody, the main pushback I, I get is usually, Ricky, I just cannot eat the same thing every single day. Okay, so we can't eat the same thing every single day. Number one, when I talk about optimizing your food, that doesn't necessarily mean having to eat the same things every single day. I'm gonna get into more detail on this here in a little bit when I explain what I do and what my clients do, but it doesn't mean having to be super robotic and just like having one meal that we eat, you know, two times a day, every single day, okay? Now, if that works for you and you're someone that can be super robotic with your meals, then great, go for it. That is literally super simple and you know, you, there's no questions and you just know I gotta eat this, eat this. That's gonna get me to my goal, okay? Now, for most people, they can't do that and that's fine. But the question I would have to ask you of, of that is like, you know, th- the second thing is like, oh, I need to have variety. Do you need to have variety? Like, do you truly want to eat something different at, for every single meal of the day? Like, let's just think about it. Let's say you eat three meals a day. You want to eat something different every single meal of the day, seven days a week. That's like 21 different meals every single week. Are you grocery shopping for 21 different meals? Are you like, do you, you know, are there 21 different restaurants that you want to order from and go out to eat for every week? Like, that's outrageous, okay? There's definitely things that we eat over and over every single every single week or every single day, okay? So like to think that like, oh, I need to have variety in every single meal and eat something different every single day, I think you're kind of lying to yourself with that, okay? Like I don't think that's actually what we want, okay? The other thing is 
people people tend people this is what people think people say they can't eat the same thing every single day but if i was like hey you know if we can make chipotle work in your diet and you know eat chipotle every single day could you do that oh yeah i could eat chipotle every day okay what about like you know if we could have a crumble cookie every single day you think you could eat a crumble cookie every single day oh for sure could eat a crumble cookie every single day okay so there are things that we could eat every single day you just think what you have to eat every single day is not doable okay and usually the answer is like oh yeah like i just think i have to eat like broccoli and kale every single day and like that's gross i can't do that every single day not true okay not true like you know there's no okay so understand like there are things that we probably eat every single day and we're willing to eat every single day so we don't truly mean that we want variety in every single meal okay i think that's kind of outrageous um so let's kind of go you know the you know the sweet spot with that is you know again i'll touch on this here in a second but like the sweet spot would be to like have some variety but also have some meals some uh you know, what's the word I want? I'm looking for some like go-to meals that, that we can eat on a daily basis. Okay. Like whether it's, you know, something you have prepped or something that you know is going to be healthy and get you closer to your goal that we can just always go to and refer to and plug in. Um, because again, that's one less thing that we have to think about. If we just always have this one go-to meal, that's one less thing we have to think about. And then we can add some variety in. Okay. That's kind of like the sweet spot. I'll touch on that more in a second, but Let's think about, let me go through the hierarchy of, of optimizing your meals, okay? This is a good question that I want you to ask yourself, and this is what I ask myself, you know, for a number of things. You know, as far as meals go, what would it look like if it was super easy, okay? Just take a second and think about that. You know, what would, what would eating healthy look like if it was super easy, okay? Now, the first thing that might come to your mind is, is, actually knowing what how much you're supposed to eat okay and that's like a major thing that i do in in my program it's like okay we need to know how many calories we need it per day and we need to know what those calories are made up of okay the correct amount of protein carbs and fats okay once you know that we can start designing meals around that okay but that's a that's a lesson for another day um the second thing is you know what would it look like if it was if it was easy um let me walk you through easiest to probably least easiest, okay? And as I walk you through these, think about how realistic they are for your life or if they're doable, okay? One of them is, you know, there's gonna be one that's doable for you, okay? I'm not saying that none of these are, are not doable, but let's start from the top. What would it look like if it was super easy? Well, I think, in my opinion, the easiest thing would be to have a private chef, okay? If you had a private chef that made every single one of your meals, and all your meals were made to your specific calorie and macro breakdown, would that not be the easiest possible thing for you? Okay, if you're saying no, you're out of your mind. That would be the easiest thing, okay? Now, are most of us listening to this podcast in the position to hire a private chef? Maybe, maybe not, okay? Most people I know, I'm not even sure how much private chefs go for, but I would assume that most people are probably not in that position, okay? If you are in that position, you 100% should hire a private chef, tell them here are my protein or here are my calories and macros that I need to hit on a daily basis to get to my goal. I need you to make me three, two, four, whatever amount of meals you want to eat in a day. I need you to make those meals to exactly hit my nutrition breakdown. Okay. Hands down, that'd be the easiest thing ever. That's my goal. Okay. That's my goal for myself. Some days be like, hey, 
This is what I need, make it for me, cool. Don't have to think about it, okay? Now, if that's not possible, let's go on to number two. The next thing, which I think is a big price jump down, is meal prep services, okay? There's a lot of different meal prep services. Now, some of these are good, some of these are not so good from a, from a nutrition standpoint, but there's a lot of different meal prep services where we can order and have stuff just shipped to our house, and whether it's already made, whether we just have to throw in the microwave, whatever it is, there are meal prep services that we can order, and that, that solves a little bit of our problems, okay? Because now we don't have to think, and we have just have these go-to meals that are going to be in line with our goals, and we can just... You know, we don't have any questions. We just take them out of the fridge, out of the freezer, whatever, pop them in, and we're good to go, okay? That's number two. Number three, Uber Eats is on here, okay? Uber Eats um, is a little more complicated because you can Uber Eats Taco Bell, okay? You're gonna have to be a little self-disciplined, but you could theoretically Uber Eats healthy food to your house, okay? Do I have a lot of great examples for you? Not really. I don't really know, you know, most of this, like... Most of the stuff I feel like you could just make at your house in general. Um, and I do think from quality-wise, I think this is a big step down from getting like actual meal prep services. I think those are a little bit higher quality than this like than just Uber, uh, Uber eating fast food um, because fast food in general tends to be lower quality food. Um, but that's another option, okay? So instead of Ubering Eats Taco Bell, we Uber Eats something that is gonna be more beneficial to our goals. Okay, and then the fourth one, which everyone can do listening to this, okay, you might have been like, I can't do one, I can't do two, I can't do three, you can do four, okay? Number four is we can prep out our own food, all right? Now, I say that, half of you go, oh my gosh, I don't have time for that, oh my gosh, I don't have the money for that. If you, I promise you, you have both, okay? It takes one hour, maybe an hour and a half on a Sunday to prep out most of your meals for the day or sorry, most of your meals for the week, okay? Now, it can be done, okay? The whole money thing, oh, it's too much money, it's not too much money, okay? Too much money is, you know, Uber eating, you know, go check your Uber Eats bill, okay? I bet you you guys are spending over like $100 a week on Uber Eats bill. Let's say you're spending, let's just say you're spending $100 a week, okay? $100 a week, that's $400 a month on, on Uber Eats, okay? That's not $400 worth of food, I'll tell you that right now. Okay, you could get that amount of food in like, you know, 50 bucks at Walmart or whatever. But, you know, this is, this is the mo this number four here is prepping out your own food is probably the most realistic option for most of us. Now, what does that mean? Does it mean we got to be a crazy person and like meal prep our food and like, you know, have it laid out like bodybuilders or whatever? Maybe if that's what you want to do, that's fine. If not, there's a couple different combinations. Okay. You can meal prep your lunch. Okay, I have a client that's like, hey, if I win lunch, I win the day. Okay, because his big thing is like the people around him at work, they don't they don't really care about their nutrition, blah, blah, blah. They'll go to Burger King, whatever. You know, as long as he's prepared for lunch and doesn't go to Burger King, he's gonna win the day. Okay. So maybe that's you. Let's just prep out lunch every single day. Then we don't have to worry about going to Burger King with the coworkers. Okay. And then, you know, you can kind of add some of these in. So it's like, Okay, let's meal prep some stuff out, and then maybe we get a meal prep service to um, to fill in some more gaps. Okay, so it's like we have food at home that that you know we get our breakfast in from the food at home. We have a meal prep service that we use that we order five a week, and we use that for lunch. And then for dinner, we're super mindful and we make our own food at home um, with with the groceries that we make. Okay, 
That's an, that's an option right there. Okay. So there's a couple different options. The main thing is this. The main thing I want you to understand is this. We have the technology and we have these options. Okay. So there are no excuses. Everyone's always like, oh, I don't have time. I don't have the money. You have both. Okay. You have both the time and I know you have the money because you're spending a hundred plus dollars on Uber Eats every single week. Okay. And that's probably a conservative estimate. Okay. So we have both. We just need to understand, you know, our calorie and macros, like how many we need to eat per day. And we need to understand how we're going to get there from a food, you know, as far as like what we're going to eat. Okay. Once you understand that, and it's very easy to prep out your meals and it's very easy to start making the correct decisions. So you might be asking yourself, let me see how long we're going here. I'm trying to keep these 20 minutes. We're at 16 minutes. Okay. So you might be asking yourself, Ricky, what, what do you do? Let me just lay out what I do. Okay. And before I lay out what I do, this is not necessarily what you have to do. Okay. This is what works for me. This is what works for a lot of my clients, but there's definitely more ways than this. Okay. So what do I do? I basically eat the same first meal of the day every single day. Okay. And that is as followed. I eat between 12 to 16 ounces of lean ground turkey, okay, 93% lean ground turkey. You might be asking yourself, why do you eat that much? Because in my schedule, that's what works best, okay? That's about 100 grams of protein. I need 160 grams of protein on the day. I know in my first meal, I'm gonna get 100. I only have 60 left for the rest of the day. Rest of the day. I usually only eat one more time um, later in the day, so I only have 60, okay? so. For me, that works very, very well because I filled the gap of 100 grams of protein early, okay? What happens when I only eat like 25 grams early? Well, then I have like 140 grams left, you know, in my next meal, okay? It, it's kind of hard to eat 140 grams of protein in, in one meal, okay? So that's why I get out early, get ahead of it, 100 grams of protein through the, basically the pound of ground turkey, okay? I have, a, you know, 100 to 120 grams of, of white rice, okay? And then I have, you know, whatever vegetables I want to throw in there and hot sauce, okay? I have that same meal basically every single day of the week, okay? And you might be like, that's crazy. That's not necessarily what you have to do, okay? If you're a female listening to this, you probably don't need a full pound of ground turkey, okay? Um, because you probably weigh less than me specifically. Like, you know, not that you're not supposed to eat that much ground turkey, but... Um, I'm losing my train of thought. Okay, but basically that's what I do every single every single day, first meal of the day, okay? Why do I do that? Because it makes my day super, super simple, okay? I do not have to think that much. It's just one thing. I get back to the house. I know exactly when I'm gonna eat. I do not have all these questions I need to answer and I just get it done, okay? Second meal of the day, something very similar, okay? Lean protein source, specifically another 60 grams of protein that are gonna get me to my goal. And then I have, um, you know, the rest of the carbs and fats I need to use. And it's usually two of the same meals every single day, okay? That's works for me. I look forward to eating both of those. And it makes it super, super simple on my schedule, okay? It, I, I virtually have no decisions that I have to make from a nutrition standpoint, which helps me out a ton because I have a million decisions elsewhere that I need to make, okay? And that's what I'm trying to get to you. I have fu basically fully optimized my nutrition and... That is what makes my life so much easier and that's what makes it super sustainable and consistent for me because I don't have to answer a million questions every day, okay? Now, I have clients that do a similar thing. They'll eat the similar one to two to three meals per day, okay? I also have clients that will do stuff like this. So HelloFresh, okay, is one that, you know, you have to make sure you're ordering the right things for your macros, but HelloFresh is another good one. Um, and then 
and then fuel meals, okay? And I'll try to put these in the notes. So fuel meals is a, is a meal prep service. Uh, my client Leah uses this, my client Sarah uses this, and I think there's a couple other people that have ordered stuff, but basically they use these as fillers, which I talked about earlier, okay? They don't order, you know, they don't have a fuel meal for every single meal of the day. They have one just for lunch or just for breakfast or just for dinner. Um, basically, one of their meals per day is going to come through that. It's one less question they have to answer. And it's also, you know, that meal is perfectly designed for their calories and macros. So then it's, you know, they don't have to, it's just less stress. It's just like, okay, I know I can just eat this real quick and I'm be getting close to my goals. Okay. So there's a couple different ways that you can fill it. Like I mentioned, meal prep, some of it, um, uh, meal delivery service or some of it, whatever. But just know that you need to start taking action on this and start working on optimizing your nutrition in order to see short-term and long-term results in the mirror, okay? And um, yeah, those are the two main ones I wanna go over. The So I'm gonna try to finish this up here, but the bottom line is this, okay? We have the technology, okay? We just need to start using the technology correctly, okay? And, you know, a couple of the, these are, I wanna name off a couple of the main things that I use and that my clients use. The number one thing, Okay, the number one thing that keeps my clients on track, keeps me on track, is the My Fitness Pal app. Okay, now the app is a tool. Okay, to track your calories and macros, you need to understand what your calories and macros are. Okay, the My Fitness Pal app will like guess and like kind of, you know, based on your height and weight, try to piece together a, a a nutrition program for you. That's probably better than what you're doing right now. It never really lines up to exactly how I want it to. Um, with my clients, but it's better than doing nothing. Okay, so if you if you learn anything from this podcast, download the freaking My Fitness Pal app and start monitoring what you're eating. Okay, because that's the number one biggest thing in getting in getting results. Okay, so we have the technology. The other thing I want to say in that is, you know, okay, let's think back to 1923 again. We didn't even know what like calories and macros were. Okay, so if you just think about now, like it just blows my mind that people aren't on board with this. Like if you, like, just think about this. We know whatever your goal is, say your goal is fat loss. We know that I can take you and I can know exactly how many calories you need to eat per day to lose fat. And I know exactly how many protein, carbs, and fats you need to eat, eat each day to lose fat. We know, like we don't even have to guess with that anymore. Like we know exactly what you need to eat, okay? And people don't want to use it. Or people say, oh, that's dangerous to do. It's like, it literally blows my mind. It's like literally, it's like, it's like we have GPSs in cars now. Okay, why are you still trying to guess on where to go, or just trying to like follow streets? Like, your car will literally take you exactly where you need to go. That's how I feel about how like tracking your calories and macros is. We there's literally no reason to guess. Okay, we know exactly how to get there. Okay, so just follow your 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 nutrition plan and you're gonna get there. Okay, it blows my mind. I'm wondering what year we get to where it's just like. It's just a common thing. Everyone's assigned like, hey, this is what it is. And like, just follow that and you're gonna be much healthier. You're gonna look a lot better. I don't know. Until then, you know, I'm still gonna have a job because people are still struggling with that. Um, so my fitness pill app is the number one thing. Um, the other thing is the meal prep services I I, um, I touched on, specifically fuel meals. Those have pretty good macros, okay? They're pretty like moderate to high protein sources, fat, Big, the big thing with meal prep services I've seen is their fat is insanely high, okay? Fat's not super high in these fuel meals. Um, there's a lot of HelloFresh meals that like are gonna put you way over on your fat for the day, okay? It's like absurd amount, like 80 grams of fat in a meal. I'm like, 
who we don't need 80 grams of fat in a meal, in a meal. that's insane um and then you know the, again the main thing is like just understand we have the technology to do it we have the resources to do it we're just using it incorrectly right now okay so i hope you guys learned something from this lesson i hope i wasn't just rambling too much but big thing is like you have the power we have the technology to really start optimizing our nutrition okay the first thing i would start with is figuring out okay how many calories do i need to eat per day for my goal number two what are those calories made up of you know protein carbs and fats how many protein carbs and fats do i need to eat to get to my calorie goal that's the number one thing i would tell you to figure out first okay and then number two is start optimizing your meals okay start figuring out how to make it easier to eat healthy Okay? When we're not prepared and when we have a million questions we need to answer, we're going to make bad decisions. Okay, That's bottom line. We're going to make bad decisions. So start optimizing those, those meals. Start you know, opening your brain to the possibilities of what actually you know, successful eating for your goals looks like. And you're going to start feeling better. You're going to start looking better. I can't stress that enough. If you have any questions with this, as always, you can reach out to me. Um, on Twitter, on Instagram, um, at my email, ricky at trainprfitness.com. And if you have interest in fully optimizing your both your training and your nutrition to get to your goal in a short amount of time, that is exactly what PR Fitness Training is designed to do. That is exactly what I do with my clients. Um, so if you have questions on that, you can go check out more information at www.trainprfitness.com. Check it out. Book a call with me if you need you know, help with that, and I'll help you out, okay? Thank you guys for listening. Have a great rest of your day. I will see you on the next podcast. Peace out.